0: Academy Award winner and ex-porn star Sylvester Stallone returns as the titular character Rocky Balboa in the fourth installment of the Rocky series, appropriately titled Rocky IV. When Rocky's best friend Apollo Creed is killed at the hands of a Russian superhuman Ivan Drago, Rocky vows revenge. Along the way, we get three montages, an entire James Brown performance, Polly falling in love with a robot, and Adrian still being a bitch. Will Rocky be able to prove through boxing that the United States of America is the best goddamn country on this great earth? You bet your red-blooded bald eagle loving ass he will. Guys, let's talk about Rocky IV.
1: Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire!
2: I think this is
3: one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy.
4: She just killed a
3: helicopter with a I car. I was out of bullets.
2: All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool.
3: Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration?
1: It's important that we we get together on this
0: thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it.
3: Sandbagging, son of a bitch.
1: Y'all ready to bust ass?
0: Lick
3: a license. A hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here.
1: E-hoo!
2: I am an FBI agent! You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am?
3: You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5
2: news. I'm Mo Green.
3: What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go.
4: Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around.
5: Thanks for
0: having me.
4: Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah, thanks for
0: being here, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. I'm stoked Joel's here. Yeah. You're the I best have,
2: I, uh, Yep, there it is. The resident songstress. <laughs>
0: it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. You don't realize how much money I just won. It was such <laughs> low odds that you would sing twice in the first minute. And I took it. I said, I'm going for it. Yeah. And man, I'm so stoked. Thank you, Joel.
4: We do have four of us today. And that is fitting because we are right in fours of July. And, uh... Pew, pew.
2: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right?
4: Today we're talking about Rocky IV.
2: Hell yeah. I uh, thought it was Rocky IV because it's like, give me Rocky straight into my veins. Mm. No, it's him, him being yes,
4: older and just more prone to dehydration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joel, uh, you suggested this movie. You love this movie. Uh, <laughs> why don't you kick things off with first impressions?
5: I remember before a soccer tournament when I was in like middle school. Me and another guy on the team made everyone go into our hotel room. It was up in Portland. Yeah, and we and we listened to Eye of the Tiger before our game to get pumped up. And at the time, me and the other guy thought we were really pumping everyone up, but like. Everyone on the team told me after the game, like, that was so stupid.
4: <laughs> yeah, it sounds. <laughs> uh-huh.
5: um, I, I love this movie, though. I think um, I had forgotten how long it takes them to get to the Rocky versus Drago stuff. I mean, it's it's a crisp hour and a half movie. And you know, 45 minutes in, like, you, there's still like if you've never seen the movie before, there's still no Rocky vs. Drago, and like,
4: you would have liked the climactic fight to take place earlier in the movie.
5: <laughs> well, I don't know, like,
0: Joel, I'm looking at Rocky, uh, the movie on my laptop. It's 35 minutes in that that <laughs> becomes a storyline. No way! Yes, Rocky goes. It goes immediately from Apollo dying to a one-minute funeral to straight into the press conference. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty quick. Apollo also okay. dies immediately. Oh, <laughs> I thought buddy, it was a little
4: later,
5: but
0: well, to be fair, it is a ninety-minute movie, like you were saying. So. Yeah, in the
4: context of the ninety-minute movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle, yeah. first impression. Um.
0: So I was talking to Aaron before this, and he was like, is this still your favorite Rocky movie? And I was like, no, definitely not. Um,
2: Good man. But
0: I saw it when I was like 13 with my dad, and I remember really liking it, and probably just because it's so simplistic. Like the formula is just like Apollo dies, Rocky trains, USA wins. And to my 13-year-old brain, it was like, this is great. Um, I remember asking my dad when it was over, I was like, how did Rocky win? And he was like... (laughs) Well, because he wore down Ivan Drago. And I was like, okay, and now rewatching it, it's like my first assertion of how did Rocky win as a 13 year old is very valid. Yep. <laughs> like it blows my mind that they like pulled this out. Um, yeah. But I, I still, well, this isn't a great movie, it's super streamlined. I love the training montages like everyone else. I love that USA wins because I'm a patriot. And I love the soundtrack. Hearts on Fire is great it would have slotted in nicely into over the top soundtrack and this yeah. isn't oh, yeah. as strong as over the top it still gives that same vibe so i enjoy it
2: yeah, yeah i really. wish i wish the theme song would have been rocky 4 you mm. know it could have been like rocky
1: 4 america america, america
4: across the
0: world to a different country.
2: <laughs> Something like that. I like when
0: Brandon <laughs> sings he goes to the falsetto. Yeah. When he's creating Always. Well,
2: it's 80s. You Lady gotta go falsetto. Of
0: the night. rocking for America.
4: Yeah. Hey, don't undercut Joel. Joel, Joel goes pretty high also.
0: Hearts <laughs> on fire. Uh, that's Joel's fourth song? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: Horses. beautiful um yeah i just uh, uh similar to kyle i liked this movie a lot growing up it was cool seeing usa beat uh the, the soviet union hell yeah brother um i felt i felt gross about it today if i'm being honest <laughs> i didn't feel the same uh the same gusto that i previously did Yeah, but uh That's crazy. yeah rocky three is much better i love rocky three <laughs> brandon first impression.
2: The original Rocky is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite of the franchise. This is now one of, it's my bottom two of all the Rocky movies and Creed movies that I've seen. Um, It goes this one and then the fifth one. But seeing it through a water slash over the top lens, Mm -hmm. I view it as a amazing Sylvester Stallone cheesy 80s movie in its own right, separate from the, separate from the Rocky franchise, like it exists as a 80s Sylvester Stallone cheese fest. And I like
4: that. All right, let's
0: train. Punch our way in. Let's inject our way into the plot rundown. Wait, which kind of rundown? A regular rundown or the Ryan P. Memorial rundown? Well,
4: Ryan's recuperating nicely now, actually. (laughs) He's uh, he's out of the coma and he's... uh...
0: Drinking out of a, a straw. The juice box thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. he should be eating solid foods and back on the pod by next week. Well, he gave a
4: thumbs up in the picture, but it wasn't him doing it. Clearly, the, the doctor made the thumbs up and held his hand up, but it was still a good sign. <laughs> his eyes were closed. So, we're hoping he's uh, going to bounce back soon. So that, that
0: doctor's quite the jokester. He sent me some other photos. I he's don't a want fun to talk doctor. About. Yeah, he's
4: a patch Adam Z without being so sad. You know? <laughs> We'll call this the Ryan P. Get Well Soon plot rundown.
0: On the mend. We miss you, P., because
5: cause we
2: know
0: you're the best around.
2: All right, let's jump into Rocky IV. So uh, this movie starts pretty much the same way that the previous Rocky sequels start. You get a recap of exactly what happened in the previous movie. Yep. Uh, and, and we also have the really cool image of the American boxing glove and the Russian boxing glove slowly rotating, and then they punch each other and explode. Yeah, and what was... song is being played under that, Joel?
5: You're the best.
2: No, right. that is from Karate Kid. Try again.
4: Are Anybody in this country? No, it's like that song. It's like in are... this
0: land, or something. In this, in America,
2: no. I don't know. It's <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. God damn it. It's Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> we the talked about this is like one, yeah. one of the most important songs to the Rocky franchise. In Rocky 3, he talks about how, you know, Rock, you you lost your Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so just, we just see wait. what happens at Does the anyone, end. Go sorry
0: to interrupt. Does anyone know who sings that song not named Brandon? I know the name. It's uh, Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. Didn't wow. they, like, Stallone,
4: like, had them write all the songs, right? They wrote several, I'm pretty sure. Probably. There's some story there, like, he, he like, know, owed him I like something.
2: Oh, you guys' sound. I want you to sing all the
5: rest of the songs. You guys should write some songs. We had this movie about boxing, you
0: know. I used to do pornos. see? <laughs> no.
2: That's where I got my name, the Italian Stallion. I was almost
0: a
4: godfather, you know?
2: Yeah, he's been married three times. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So... He's got so, a uh,
4: a real uh, Chris Sarandon.
2: He <laughs> really does, yeah. you know. No, looking at the the Wikipedia page about his children, it's sad. Yeah, because, the son. Yeah. So one of his sons died in 2012. The other son had like severe autism, and then recently he's had three daughters. Oh. Who are stunning.
4: Um, Joel, you want sad. to rank his daughters in hotness?
5: uh the oldest one is the best looking i'll leave it at that well said
4: well, respectful and well said all right
2: so then we get rocky driving home in his lamborghini and rocky has gotten polly a robot and that's awesome and what a robot
0: i have a genuine question here because i haven't seen most of the rocky movies in forever three is your favorite if i remember that, correctly. it is my favorite okay who is polly
2: polly is adrian's brother
0: Jesus Christ,
4: (laughs) how old is he compared? It's ironic because his name is Burt Young and he always looks old. (laughs) No,
2: he's her younger brother. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) I'm a kid brother. I
0: legit thought Pauly was his uncle. That's how old I thought he was. Yeah, Yeah, He's old,
2: he's he's old, that's for sure. Okay. Um, And then we get to see Dolph Lundgren's Ivan Drago. He's this imposing Soviet fighter and he's arriving in America and uh, Apollo Creed sees Drago on TV, and he's interested. We'll be fine. Okay. No?
4: What happened? Sorry, we uh-huh. were... Uh...
2: Um, I was just saying that uh, Dolph Lundgren is just one of the most interesting people alive.
5: <laughs> oh, you? Are you going to stay vegan? I, I like it, because if you're on like a bodybuilding diet, you eat like quite boring, like chicken and rice, mm. rice and chicken, chicken and rice, <laughs> tuna and rice. But this is more fun. You can have those Beyond Burgers. You can have a little more... You know, can have a little more fun with your diet, actually, as a, as a vegan, believe it or not.
4: I'm pretty sure he was in that crew that he was a bouncer at Woody's Wharf when Chuck Right, Morris... we talked about
2: this. Yeah, yes, right? yes. <laughs> and Steven Seagal was there, and he had a uh, a keto teacher jcvd was there also
0: uh Uh, sakamura sensei there was a
4: bus boy he was mexican a boxer Uh
2: where did you find that
0: i just watched like a 12 minute steven seagal interview on youtube with that's insane
2: he was saying that he got he got a a keto teacher because of bus like he somebody (laughs) saw him moving dishes very fast
0: yeah, it sounded like Donald Trump where it's like they saw me, they saw how fast I was. I was yeah, so fast.
2: Yeah. They said, Oh, I'm so fast. We need to teach you Maquito. I imagine
4: young fifteen year old Steven Seagal just just moving around on Dancer's feet in that wagon wheel (laughs) restaurant. Just like, look at the way he clears those dishes.
0: My God. And I had to restrain myself. I left like three minutes of that in. I can't imagine what else was in there. I wanted to just keep it running. Like just put the whole thing in there. If I ever own a nightclub,
4: I want that on loop playing. We'll
2: mention Steven Seagal right now so you have your second chance. There you go. Have you ever been
3: shot? Yes. Stabbed? Cut, not stabbed. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Are you always armed? Yes. Right now, if I was to look around this room, would I find an arm of some sort that you've brought with you? Yes. In interviews, you've said that Above the Law was part autobiograph- autobiographical in, in segments. Well, I'm not going to get into that, but I mm-hmm. will say that I believe it was based on a true story which had to do with the Iran-Contra you know, conspiracy, which really never came out. You once stated in an interview that you feel more Asian than American. Is that still the case? Well...
2: Uh, Anyway, so Apollo Creed tells Rocky that he wants to fight Drago first. And uh, we also see that Polly has turned the robot into his girlfriend. I find that interesting.
1: That's my girl.
3: Thanks, honey.
0: You're welcome.
3: It's a nice song.
0: It's my favorite. You're the greatest. See you, sport.
1: See
5: you. Paul, who taught her to talk like that? She
0: loves me. That could have been why I liked it so much as a 13 year old. Like that got me very interested. Yes, you know? so there's like, something oh, what for if, kids. What if yeah. there was a robot out there that I could, you right. know, have my way with?
4: Yeah. It really just <laughs> highlights the rampant consumerism that was starting to emerge in the mid to late eighties. Mm-hmm. So. Right,
2: right. Aaron, you'll probably know this one. If you program a robot to consent, does that still legally count as consent?
4: yeah i can sense okay
2: well to be
4: fair i don't know enough about robot law um so i don't feel comfortable giving a uh okay do your research is is what i'm trying to say brandon you might be
0: able to answer this same question what if the robot's dead
2: Uh, there's no glo- ghost law that applies to a robot that's dead. Have you ever seen a robot ghost? No, because they don't exist. So then we got, um, Adrian, who's unfortunately a bitch in this movie, because she's telling Apollo and Rocky that she doesn't want anybody fighting. She doesn't want either of them fighting anymore because they're too old. They're past their prime. Uh, and Rocky and Apollo talk about getting old.
5: Can I, uh, ask you something? Well, you know, this fight you're having against the Russians, do you think maybe... It
3: ain't against him. If it's not him, Stallion, then who's it against? <laughs> well,
5: do you think maybe it's like
3: uh, you against you? What do you think? You know, I think you really are getting brain damage. That's what I think, Stallion. Oh,
5: come on. Hey, Paolo, look. You were a great fighter, no doubt about that. But look, we got to face the facts, too. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over.
3: And that's easy for you to say you're still on top. I gotta give that- what happens when you're not on top? Then what? Where do we go, Stallion? Because we sure as hell can't be born again.
2: Uh, and then it's the night of the fight, and Rocky tries to talk Apollo out of fighting an opponent that they really don't know anything about.
0: Joel didn't like that, because this movie's taken forever. We're, why aren't we to Rocky <laughs> yeah, versus Drago yeah. yet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're going I mean,
0: straight from the press conference to the fight?
5: <laughs> what? We should have been there already. I mean, come on. Yeah,
0: I loved... I think that's the best stretch of the movie, is the press conference and the, the intro to the fight. Like mm-hmm. it's just so full of hype. It's
2: amazing. They play the complete James Brown song. It's yeah. uninterrupted. It,
0: it's I was I
2: was astonished by how long it was. <laughs> it was you know speaking of how long those those songs are, uh, listen to the Con AirPod if you haven't already. It's a great great podcast. Uh, we can thank Ryan P for that one. Get better soon, buddy. We all hope you're eating solids. The
4: doctor said his eyes were open, but he actually the doctor just drew on with Sharpie eyes on his eyelids so and he forgot like about a, it the yeah. next day when he saw him
0: because yeah. yeah. he sent me a photo where the eyes were open and he had clearly taped the eyelids yeah, up. You could see. <laughs> so he did i guess two different versions yeah. So. Yeah. for close friends and family only <laughs> <laughs> when beloved italian american actress talia shire was born she had a different name talia coppola part of the Hollywood powerhouse Coppola clan, it seemed like Talia's life was set out in front of her and she was never allowed to dream and make a different life than the one she was born into. Pasta and movies. Pasta and movies. That was until Talia saw the 2001-2003 Peter Jackson trilogy Lord of the Rings, Frodo, Gandalf, Aragorn, Samwise, Pippin, Merry, Legolas, Gimli, The Ents, Saruman, Smeagol, and Kate Blanchett whisked her away to another world and she was forever changed. When the trilogy finished in 2003, Talia stopped traveling, she downsized her home, and started saving money to fulfill her new dream. 17 years later, at the age of 74, Talia has realized it. Introducing. Talia's Shire, a full-scale recreation of the Hobbit's homeland. Every tiny dwelling has been lovingly recreated for your whimsy. Located just outside of Banning, Talia's Shire is the only retirement home for the Hobbit head in your life. So if you are above 65 years of age, love the local flavor of Banning, and wanna live in a tiny home and wear prosthetic hobbit feet for the rest of your days until you die, then come on down to Talia's Shire and leave behind your old story about who you were and create a new one where you're an old hobbit. After one week at Talia's Shire, you'll be saying, now that's what I'm talking about. Talia's Shire.
2: We get the pre-fight we've already talked about, the James Brown song, Extravaganza. That's pretty fun. Uh, and then, you know, Apollo, he puts on his uh, his kind of theatricality. He's got props. He's got music. He's got those dancing girls. And then the fight starts. And uh, Af- Apollo gets a few hits in on Drago. <laughs> you know, they talk about how this is, uh, Drago is powerful but inexperienced. Apollo Creed is yeah. is worldly. He's experienced, but he's old. He's past his prime. Then he just, yeah, so he just punishes Creed. You just, I think he does a really good, I mean, I don't know about really good job because it is kind of cartoonish. But every single hit, Carl Weathers (laughs) is just looking like he's a ragdoll. No, Brandon, it's live
5: action. There's there's no cartoons in this movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah, there's no animation.
2: So the sex scene between Polly and the robot, it's just the... That's just something
0: the, I drew for you guys. and uh, I
2: knew when you sent me that link and you said, here, cool, updated, Rocky IV link. Like, that was an I knew acid there was something weird about
4: that. <laughs> they cut out for time. Look, look, they had to
0: cut it for time. I'm not good at drawing, but it's very hypersexualized, Right. And I think you guys saw that.
2: Yeah, what you lack in, you know, raw talent and, and refined uh, ability, you make up for in smut. And I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, just an extension of the 5GFA smut pod recordings we're doing. So you can yeah. also download the
2: drawings. if Yeah, you're and deep. I and I can say for sure, I'm extended right now.
4: <laughs> to be so simplistic yet graphic, that's a delicate balance and you've struck it.
2: Right, Look, right. There's only the, so much you could do with stick figures, but Kyle does it all. I, I see
0: posts constantly right now in quarantine of like, take this time, to learn a trade, do better, and this is what I'm doing. Those I'm are taking me. the time <laughs> to learn a new thing, put myself out there, say, hey, I got all the time in the world, what am I gonna do with it? And you can buy them now uh, if you're over 18. So yeah. go to 5gfapod.com, we buy actually... a t-shirt. We got new t-shirts up. There you um, go. We do have new biographies for super fans like Laura Hillary, Ed Matillo, Lisa Matillo. (laughs) A lot of people we don't know very well are up there. (laughs) So uh, go check it out. I know the latter (laughs) is (laughs) decent.
2: Anywho. Anywho. Uh Yeah, so Creed's getting punished. He's getting punished in the first round, the yeah, second round. Yeah, I
0: drew that one. He was getting punished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I know. I,
2: I saw that one. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about the
0: movie, or are we, are we skipping back to the movie? We're going back to the movie. Let's go back to the movie. He really is really, getting punished <laughs> in the film yeah. also.
2: Rocky, uh he wants to stop the fight. He's He sees this as just a bloodbath. It's just a beating. I got to stop This fight's finished. I got to call it.
3: Look, champ. You can't do no more out there. I got to fight it. He's killing you. I
2: got to stop this thing.
3: I'm here if I promise me. You're not to stop this fight.
2: No more to uh, But Creed makes him promise not to stop the fight. And, uh, and he dies in the ring. Rocky gives Creed's eulogy at the funeral. And we don't know if Sylvester Stallone was on time or if he was late to Creed's <laughs> funeral. And he had that's... to wash his truck. He, yeah. he, he did not get there on time. <laughs> we, should, we don't know. It's one of the movie's many unanswered questions. <laughs>
4: But also, that's a bad bite. You get Sylvester Stallone to eulogize you. He
2: was a cool guy. Yeah.
0: I've got three things
5: I want
4: to say. 85 Magic Johnson would have
0: been cool in
4: Los Angeles.
0: Like, like, holy shit, there's Magic Johnson. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So I've got three things I want to say about the fight. First one Rocky's in a Hugo Boss sweater. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. all
2: they're all in Hugo Boss. That's just like <laughs>
0: yeah. super cool, but also seemed way too cash. I would have liked some Jordache
4: jeans that's right in that window, <laughs> also. You know. Um,
0: and what's a rabbit punch? The referee says no low blows, no kidney it's shots, like a donkey no rabbit punch, punches. but it's a small one. <laughs> and then the last thing I wanted to say, and I thought Aaron might touch on it, but the announcer's mustache yeah it was like one of the coolest mustaches i've ever it seen it was a fake it was a prosthetic <laughs> no there's no way it was like 10 inches straight horizontal and then like kind of curled Classic up right at the no, side but her. it did look
2: like it was glued to his face like it, it didn't look like it had a lot of uh lift off of the face
0: i'm trying to find it for aaron just to see it because i feel like you didn't see it i saw it why are you announcer? not talking about this? It's so cool. <laughs>
4: it's the cool look at this. You addressed it. <laughs> ah, I just know how Fine, much you like
0: facial hair. I it. We'll away. put a clip you of the mustachioed it. announcer <laughs> right here. I did. I'll show you at the break. All right. <laughs> I want to grow like
2: Stay that. tuned for Kyle's
4: right. revealing of the mustachioed man to me
0: at the break. You know what? I'll draw something. I'll put it up on the website. And,
2: yeah, what's his know. mustache going to be doing? You It'll be doing a mustache ride, of crans. course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it can trim any lawn. <laughs> uh,
2: so after this, uh, we talked about Apollo died, the eulogy, the funeral. Rocky agrees to fight Drago in Russia on Christmas Day.
4: But after a while of thinking about it, right? No, no, just right away, ah. right, goes right
2: into it. Um, but it's in Russia on Christmas day, I argue that makes this a Christmas movie. Yeah. So Adrian tries to talk Rocky out of the fight with Drago, again, proving that she is a bitch in this movie.
4: Her track record of talking him in and out of fights, not so strong.
2: No, it's the worst. As again, a, the, uh... Again, the first movie, she's just like, you do you, man. And then every movie after that, it's just like, don't fight, fight, yeah. fight better, right. do better. Do better, Sylvester.
0: So, can we say, like, an overarching Rocky series? McMulligan is Adrian. Let's recast her.
2: I think it just goes to uh, Sylvester Stallone not being very good at, at writing women characters. It's either like they're yeah. there to motivate you or they're there to, you know, talk you out of what you're trying to do. Unless it's a Nielsen
4: role, because she's quite the muse, apparently.
2: Yeah. of so. This one, and then you got like Cobra that. in 86. So he's
0: a racist and sexist ex-porn star. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> then we get the first of many montages in this movie the no easy way out montage which is rocky driving around in his lamborghini while we see scenes from earlier rocky movies play on screen
4: in case you guys forgot here's some clips i remember
5: before a soccer tournament when i was in like middle school me and another guy on the team made everyone go into our hotel room it was up in portland yeah and we and we listened to eye of the tiger before our game to get pumped up and at the time me and the other guy thought we were really pumping everyone up but like Everyone on the team told me after the game, like that was so stupid.
4: I'm pretty sure he was
0: in that crew that he was a bouncer at Woody's Wharf. Yeah, I drew that one. He was getting
2: punished. <laughs> I argue that makes this a Christmas movie.
0: That's what cemented Rocky Three as my favorite because them shirtless right. hugging on the beach. I was like, that's my movie. That's right? No, they're not awash. shirtless, that's but true. they're
2: they're glistening and they're very <laughs> ripped and uh, they might short, as well be short. shirtless. Oh
0: yeah. Midriff yeah. exposed. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I saw it that way. I might have drawn it that way, I can't remember. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's wow.
2: the one in Rocky Three. Apollo's like, you gotta come out to LA where there's beaches, mm-hmm. you know, you can't wear any of that Don't baggy to stuff, LA you gotta see your skin.
0: <laughs> you gotta Jeez, see that man. skin, Rock. Yeah. You're the heavyweight champion for a reason.
4: Rock, your belly button's not showing. <laughs> Trim that sweatshirt. Yeah.
2: There's like yeah. a really, there's a great interview. You guys follow Rambo at all? They drew first blood, not you. Wait what? They
1: drew first blood.
2: Of course. Yeah. So there's like the third Rambo, where you look at the movie poster, and it's just like he is a Hollywood hairdresser. He's <laughs> yes. gone from looking like a you know like a Vietnam vet, like a, a very serious guy, to in the third one, he is a Hollywood hairdresser with like the long feathered hair and the bandana. Yeah, well, and even yeah. the, uh, well, this the whole... midriff showing. And <laughs> this great
4: franchise, look. like in Rocky one, he looks like a boxer. Right. By this one, he looks like a fitness model. Yeah. With his like
0: twenty-three uh. inch waist. Yeah, just, like, exactly. His fourteen pack. Dude, the Rocky or sorry, the Rambo Three movie poster looks incredibly similar to the over the top one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, they do. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Just huge bicep you know in him.
4: Survivor did both of those, actually. God
0: damn, I believe <laughs> it. No, it's crazy. <laughs> Oh, I just put them up side by side. It's, it's eerily similar. What a three-year run for <laughs> Stallone. I will say the over-the-top one's better because inexplicable not inexplicably, it's the emblem on the truck, but it has the eagle behind him. Yeah, <laughs> the hawk. Which is just yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, the hawk. Well, that that, Rocky... was, a, that oh, no, was a McMulligan. Was, uh, I apologize. Rambo
1: yeah,
4: 3. No, but please. Rambo 3, at least, you know what to... You know, it's a Rambo movie. It's the third one. You you have realistic expectations. Over-the-top, yeah.
0: you don't know what's going to happen. You know what the fuck that movie's <laughs>
4: about by looking at that poster. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's about everything that's on the
0: poster. It really is. It really is.
5: I never would have watched that movie without you in this pod, Brandon. So thank you. Which one? Is... Over the top? Oh, over the top. I had never so heard of good. it.
2: Didn't know what it was.
0: Where does it rank for you, Joel, in uh, Stallone movies? Now that Over the it?
2: top? Yes. It ranks over the top of all of them. That's great.
4: <laughs> My man. Now, if you Ooh. eliminate a movie... You can eliminate it twice before it's officially eliminated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I want to hear that I want to hear the
5: answer. I want to hear My it. My favorite Sylvester Stallone movie is obvious. I mean, you guys could guess. Cliffhanger? No. Escape Plan mm-hmm. Spy kids 3D. <laughs> no, wait, wait, Kyle, Kyle,
0: what? Escape Plan. I said Sylvester and cash. Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger 2013 where uh, they escaped uh, from prison <laughs> together. It's fucking sick. No, shit. it's Expendables, isn't expendables? it? Expendables. Spindles one, nope. two, and three?
5: <laughs> nope, it's older.
0: Demolition Man, Judge Dredd?
5: No, come on guys, think about me. Copland? Copland no. is good.
0: Assassins <laughs> with Antonio Banderas? Yes. Which we will be doing. No. Stop cool or my bro.
2: mom will shoot? Oh, is it Daylight? <laughs> Everybody forgets about Daylight.
0: Get no, Carter, you love Get Carter. God, no, I, love, I
2: like Get Carter. <laughs> oh, Throw you, Mama, you, what is it? Throw Mama from the Train? No, no. guys have named my, my second favorite it. one Joel, either. I
0: got it. I know what it is. It's Rhinestone. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolly Parton <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie.
5: <laughs> no, my second favorite one is Ants.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: The Woody Allen Sylvester Stallone yeah, movie. That's my yeah. second
0: favorite cartoon bug movie from that year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 it's still good. No,
5: but my first favorite is Victory. Never seen it. I've never, never heard of it. Victory. What, what, what is the, that? They're prisoners, the, they're prisoners in like a Nazi camp and they play a soccer game against the Nazi guards and they oh, win, but they escape wow. with Pele and stuff.
0: Literally, I've right. never heard of it.
2: Oh, Aaron, you know who else is in Victory. Michael Caine, you know, <laughs> that's right. A young your favorite, Michael Your favorite buddy on Michael Shit. Caine. Okay, yeah. we should do this one. They flew me in from Burma. I, Brandon,
5: can you do a young like spry, like Michael Caine? He's like on a run.
2: Yeah, sure. So he's like, this one time I was uh, I was a young spry Michael Caine when I was in Burma. and We play soccer there and it was, you know, we had a soccer ball. It was the size of a tangerine. All right. You guys want to go back to the movie?
0: I can talk about my drawings. Aaron can talk about his drawings. I'd like to hear more about your drawings. Kyle's done some drawings. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to talk about them now. Kyle, tell us about your drawings. So this one is like a triangle, but then it's got okay. a really long. And it's Damn this. Right. And you
2: Damn right, brother. So we had the no easy way out montage. That's a good one. Uh, and then Rocky says goodbye to his son. And we go straight into the burning heart scene. Uh, when they arrive in Russia,
1: there is so much at stake. Seems our freedoms up against the ropes. Does the crowd understand? Is it East versus West? A man against man. Can any nation stand alone in
2: the burning heart? So we've got Rocky, Polly, and Duke. They arrive in Russia at the mountain cabin that Rocky had booked for his training.
0: Yeah, Duke's chill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's opening no like playing pain. chess no with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. part's cool. I like that.
4: The chess part's interesting when we get there. Do you see how he, he checkmates the Russian guy?
2: With a bishop and a pawn. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and
4: the king's in the corner of the board. Like, how the fuck? Like, what?
2: <laughs> so I was reading this on IMDb for trivia for this movie. Apparently, Tony Burton is, like, an amazing chess player, and he beat Stanley Kubrick. On one of the sets of a uh, Stanley Kubrick movies who's, that they did who's that a movie, who's a
0: notoriously terrible chess player? No, <laughs> yeah. so. oh, he's a, <laughs> not so impressive Kubrick at all. One of the best. Shut up! Never say that about Kubrick,
2: Stanley Kubrick.
4: Kubrick gambled away all his money in chess, <laughs> big big stakes chess. He used that to that do, makes sense.
0: He used to have the actors do a hundred takes for yeah. a scene just so he could learn chess on the side. <laughs>
4: Eyes wide shut, film for so long because he kept losing money at chess and needed yeah. to keep production going. So the
0: Scientologist uh, blackmailed yeah. him. Fidelia, uh,
2: and then we get the first uh, training montage. After this, you know, it's the the salt of the earth versus the high tech science gimmick. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and we see in this movie that science doesn't prevail, just like right now.
2: Exactly, it's Again, not the answer. Reason will prevail.
0: USA. Yeah. USA. USA. Exactly. Kyle insists USA, on sneezing in my USA. face every morning
4: to prove that this is
0: a hoax.
2: <laughs> right, right. How's that working out for you so far? So far, healthy. You know, we're good.
0: Don't good. have a anything.
2: <laughs> I am yeah, running I a pretty good.
4: high fever. I am. I'm. am sweating and cold. I don't get it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a new sensation for you. Uh, and then Adrian shows up again to try and prove that she's not a bitch in this movie. Mm. Um, I didn't like that. And then we're right back into another training montage. It's such a
4: quick break between mm, montages. Yep. yep. (laughs) But this is
2: the Hearts on Fire montage, which is even better. Yep. Um, But just to be clear, we've had three montages so far, and we are barely an hour into this movie. We're probably at the 50-minute mark.
0: I think the thing I learned from this movie is that a montage is only as good as its song because yeah, the hearts on fire montage is my favorite mm-hmm. but if you put that song behind one of the other ones I don't care what I'm looking at I just mm-hmm. enjoy the music <gasps>
4: <laughs> well, it's an interesting like evolution of montages so in the 80s and 90s the songs are so much we talked about it like the song Singing describes what's exactly yeah. even into in TV shows like when we watch Baywatch all the songs are about mm-hmm. literally what's going on on the screen
1: yeah and montages
4: yeah. now are much better at let's just do some explosions or some like song that it evokes an emotion versus mm-hmm. telling you this yeah. is what's going on <laughs> yeah
2: yeah totally
0: give right. me Sammy Hagar and keep your Adele's yeah, what's the Hagar song? Uh, I think he does the over the top one.
4: Yeah, I know. It's does the, he? Uh, When Winner it Takes It all. Yeah, yeah.
0: When it takes it Yeah, that one
1: yeah,
2: yeah, that's a good one. Uh it's time to what do take we it over the top. <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow. Kyle and I were watching <laughs> arm wrestling, like an arm wrestling oh championship round. Yeah. And uh we, I thought it was best out of five, so the double oh, elimination thing, kind of accurate, you know. Um, but
0: also, it should be noted we came in, and this was a championship. Yeah, so we, the other ones might have been, and this is right. triple oh, think it's like a
4: major league baseball? Like yeah, first round five, five best of seven. I get that. Yeah, but uh, I thought it'd be a climactic finish, so I kept playing uh, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the match went on for, like, 30 minutes, so it didn't have the impact Jesus I wanted Christ, it to. are you serious? Yeah. And you then was... it ended by, a, like, a default, like, or a, the guy, like, had too many violations.
0: Well, there would be, so there would be, like, a starting thing, and if they didn't grip, so they have 15 seconds to both come to an agreement on a grip, and if they can't, then they get locked in, and they, like, tie them into each other. So it's pretty cool in that, like, you have this, like, kind of, Tug of war before you even Mm -hmm. start that has strategy to it, and if you can't agree, they lock you in. And it felt silly because all five rounds of it went to the strap. So it's like, why don't they they just start with this thing? (laughs) It's just
2: that's probably just more of like a like an intimidation. Yeah, you know, kind of mess with their head. Kind of, you know, that at
4: the arm wrestling convention every year, like the rules meeting, that's discussed Mm -hmm. every year, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's just go to the straps. Like, we'll get more Mm -hmm. viewers. It'll bring the time down. And then there's the old school camp. It's like, no, no, no. We have to start with the 15 second grip thing. Yeah. Right, right. It's about then,
2: respect. It's about, you know, yeah. But also, chivalry. if these two
4: guys were competing for the championship, neither of them went over the top at all. No, and we kept that, the next that was sport. confounding. It's like, do the move, do the move. No one did it.
1: Get, right, get mad, get mad. Ready? Go. Get Come up. on. Get on. The Go. I the power mic. The power
0: mic. but so it went 2-2 two, two, and on the last one they, they're mm-hmm. like going like they were going for like four minutes like just you think one's gonna win the other like they it was were insane. sweaty
4: as shit just <laughs> like in so the movie and that was yeah. pretty cool yeah
0: no one drank gasoline but at the <laughs> end the refs like confer and they're like the fifteen refs. No, they there were there, they was there was a lot of so referees. Many. It was like eerily accurate. And then and then they basically say like because this guy like lifted his arm up for a half second and like overextended his body, that was like two faults, and he already had one for like a bad start originally. Yeah. So it ended on three infractions, and the guy just won on a technicality. A referee like like, was like
4: discussed and decided, and that was the end of it. And the guy left and like. Angry. It was
0: the most like compelling forty minutes of television mm-hmm. I've ever seen. I was, I was. The crowd aww. was going bananas. It was. I'm so gonna look cool. this up on YouTube. This sounds like a good watch. It no, was awesome.
4: Well, after we watched it, we were
0: like, I'd watch
4: this again. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, me and
0: Aaron. So on another just tangent here, like five, four years ago, he came over to my house on a random like Saturday afternoon, and I don't. I don't know if I was already watching it. I think we just turned on ESPN2 yeah. or something and they had this thing called Battle Toad or Battle Frog. Battle Frog. Yeah. And it was like, what is Battle Frog? And it was like this extreme like obstacle course competition, <laughs> but it was like I like that. super cool. It wasn't like warrior was teams ninja warrior. Yeah, it was like teams of 4 running and like doing all these obstacles and it was like San Diego versus Kansas City and it was like A three hour thing, and we sat there and we were just like Battle Frog. It was like the the USA division and the World division,
4: and they like competed. It was so cool.
0: So I followed (laughs) Battle Frog after that, trying to find when we could watch it again next and it like folded it went under it never took off just so, like,
2: like the XFL so it was just this this
0: burst of brilliant like yeah. entertainment that we saw this one day and never got to see it again and i feel like the arm wrestling is the same thing of just like yeah, as we'll much as we want again. to seek it out like yeah. arm wrestling is not going to be on television nope. again it's Never check no, it out on youtube lucky.
2: i'm sure you can find videos it's not the same yeah it's got to be live true. stumbling up, up like across it and <laughs> it's it's like organic, no one if it's not i start happen. to panic yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, That's let's talk true. about over the top more. Sure. So in <laughs> over the
2: top, uh, it's Christmas Day and uh, Rocky is he's ready to fight Drago. Yeah. Um, Team Rocky walks towards the ring. Polly kisses Rocky, which I liked. Uh, um, and Rocky's greeted by a booing crowd once he's in the ring. They're in Soviet Russia. Not a huge fan of the Italian stallion, uh, Italian stallion.
4: Who's Italian Stanley? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is an ad right there. I love that shit. Welcome oh! to Italian Stanleys. All of your best furniture at half price. Also, I'm
4: Stan Senior. This is Stan Junior. <laughs>
2: you saying Dad, I, I don't love want this do shit this anymore. is very appropriate. What was that? I said
0: you saying I love this shit is very appropriate, you yeah. pervert. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. The <laughs> scat man does say uh, some filthy things. So what do we have? Oh, similar to Over the Top. All, the ball, the to over the and Over the Top, they announced it's going to be a double elimination tournament. We get the announcer in this one saying that this match is not for the heavyweight champion title and is not sanctioned by the boxing commission. And then we get the most famous line of the movie when Drago tells Rocky... I must break you. I must break you. I like that. I hated it. Why? Because he must break him. I know,
0: but so in the first one he says you will lose, and it's like that guy has confidence. That guy fucking is gonna tear you apart. This guy's like, I I must do something, but I, I'm not guaranteeing it. Like his confidence went out the right. window. I wanted him to say like, I will fucking kill you or something like. Badass, mm-hmm. I must break you. It sounds like a chore, it sounds like it might happen. You might bail, yeah. He okay, has to do this. Right.
4: The government's
2: making him do this. You will yeah.
0: lose is a statement, of yeah. fact. So
2: he's a pawn, right? It's also, higher pressure. He's in Soviet Russia.
0: On the IMDb trivia, it said that the line, I must break you, was translated in Italian into, I break you in two. Which you would have liked that better, huh? way sicker, yeah. way more powerful. And it's like the most famous quote in Italy, also, I guess. A lot like of everyone
4: uses innuendo it. there with them. Oh
2: yeah. Right, right. No, I, we've all seen Kyle's drawings. We know. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: that that one I'm proud of. That flip book. Ugh.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: that one took a long time. Yeah, and no. What it I definitely like broke me it, by the end. Most flip books are. It's a progression. You're getting just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mine is, just very. It changes constantly it's almost not a flip book it's just super long and cut by hand with scissors it's like
4: watching some clockwork orange like propaganda like <laughs> yeah. shit just
0: getting like it's all different yeah just you flip through it it's like I, that none of that works. just high sensory <laughs>
2: <sighs> yep so we're at the we're at the fight and uh you know talk about punishment from before i've always wondered in all of these movies why rocky never blocks any punch ever that's mm-hmm. thrown at him And he just leads with his face every single time.
0: I counted because I was like, I hate this about this movie, but... Uh, Rocky takes thirty-seven punches in the first round without landing one to the face. Yeah, just <laughs>
4: none to the over. body. It
0: really explains the mounting head trauma he's uh,
4: yeah he's dealing oh, with yeah. as the franchise progresses. Yeah. Oh yeah, Absolutely. well he
2: he didn't start with a uh, with a full box of nails. You know what I mean? It wasn't a
4: sharp decline. It was yeah. <laughs> it was a real. It was
2: grad- it, That's why it went undiagnosed for so long. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. He
4: seems a little less than normal, but basically yeah. normal.
2: I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. Um, but yeah, no, he gets hit in the face so many times—37 times, apparently by by Kyle's count. Yeah. Um, and uh, eventually, Rocky take he takes those punches, but then he cuts Drago uh, with one of his punches, and that's really what gives him the motivation to to keep going and to keep to keep fighting and showing that he can actually defeat this guy um and then we you know we get the fourth montage of the movie <laughs> that shows the rest of the 15 rounds going and it is uh, it's rough you know these these two guys are as Kyle's drawings have shown just giving it to each other if you've <laughs> seen one rounds. round
0: of this fight you've seen them all
2: yeah no it's just it gets bloodier <laughs> Uh, but the cool thing is that the crowd is inspired by Rocky's determination, so they start cheering for him. Whereas in the sure. beginning, he was getting just booed the entire time.
0: Which would never happen. No, not, <laughs> not in, in a Russia, Soviet Russia, Russia match.
2: Hell no. So then we get the last round, the fifteenth round, and this is where the five foot nine Sylvester Stallone knocks out the six foot five Dolph Lundgren.
4: Yep. The listed at 5'9", nine, Stallone. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Allegedly 5'9. Yeah. yeah, allegedly 5'9. Yeah, Do <laughs> you guys follow boxing at all?
4: Uh sort of.
2: I saw I saw recently some old like Mike Tyson training videos, and that dude is it's, insane. Uh, Tyson's like quick, dude. His hands yeah, are that's still what I was so fast. Say. He was a heavyweight and he moved so fast. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that's one of those things.
0: Kind of people... like Steven Seagal at the wagon wheel. Yeah,
2: right? you know yeah, <laughs> my, my sensei Sakamura sen, Sakamura Sensei. Are you done
3: with your salads? <laughs> May I take these? Let me bust
2: that for you. And More water.
3: Sure. Is it true that also you have a grandmother in your lineage that is Mongolian, is that true? Well, no, no it's really probably on my, my father's side okay. because uh, all I have is a picture of uh, my father's uh, family and they got pretty slanted eyes and Asian clothes. So <laughs> They look like Russian Mongols, but I don't know what they are, but they're something Asian. Speaking of Russian, you were in Russia just last week with uh, Vladimir Putin with Fedor Emelianenko. Tell me about that experience because you were personally invited by Putin, I believe, to go to Russia. What was that like? Well, I mean, I think the thing, I love Vladimir Putin, and I think he's a wonderful human being, a great world leader, a real man. And I think he loves the martial arts. Uh, well, the first time I went to his home many years ago, he had a life-size statue of Jigorō. Wow, <laughs> the founder
0: of judo. <laughs> Incredible.
3: <laughs> he's just a great guy. I have uh, tremendous respect for him. So
0: my uncles, like, you know uh, my Uncle Cookie and... Uh... Aunt Milk. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> no, but my my uncle Cookie and some of no, his wife's name is Vanji. Uh, okay. but good. like also weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but he was like obsessed with boxing, and like he would watch um, Oscar De La Hoya. And the Golden Boy. Yeah, but <laughs> like golden. Oscar De La Hoya, like seriously, never was great. Like he was good. Yeah. But like he wasn't a legend. No, he was like... just like kind of like Mayweather, like just very technically skilled. That's yeah, exactly, exactly. Mayweather, Pacquiao, same thing. Right. It's like we didn't get these like powerhouse. Bo- it was just like right. they're they're fast. Pacquiao is like...
2: definitely more of a more of a heavy hitter than right. than a Mayweather. Mayweather is all skill and all speed.
0: Yeah,
5: but Pacquiao is still really small. Well, no, they're both, yeah, it's nothing
4: true. about the size. Like Pacquiao just had a ferocious, like, attacking style. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And Mayweather's all about avoiding getting hit and scoring points. Yeah.
2: And that's, like, I mean, it's smart. It's, he's never lost. Money. Yeah, they yeah. call him money Mayweather.
0: Yeah, great guy. Great guy. Yeah, no, One for of the sure. best. For sure.
2: <laughs> him, Brett Ratner. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a couple people that this podcast endorses whole, wholeheartedly. Just like Joel. Do no wrong.
0: Just like Joel, uh, he's been in a lot of soccer tournaments.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, that took me a while. That took me a while. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So, uh, are we done? No, almost, almost. I got like two more sentences. Yeah. So, um, so five nine Sylvester Stallone knocks out six five uh, Dolph Lundgren. The the crowd loves him. They go crazy for Rocky, and uh, he gives a speech. Kyle's favorite speech about That's great.
1: Change,
3: <laughs>
0: change.
3: In here, there were two guys killing each other, but I guess that's better than twenty million. So, I think I better than even twenty million dollars. The one I'm trying to say is that if I can change, I think and, change. and you can change. Вы можете измениться.
1: Everybody change. 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 Change.
2: And the Russian premiere, he stands up and does the slow clap. That's I love that scene. Yeah. Right. And then uh, we get Rocky wishing his son Merry Christmas. And that's when you realize his son had to spend Christmas yeah. alone <laughs> in the U.S. watching his dad get pummeled on TV. At
4: least he's got friends over and for at some first, reason. Yeah, at first it was like, hey, it's just going to be you and your mom on Christmas. He's like, all right, fine. This sucks, but whatever. Wait, so, where did mom go? Yeah, during that stretch, mom was like, hey, kid, I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go see your dad. And Bye.
0: If, if I'm being honest, I would not leave a 13-year-old like he's portrayed with a robot alone
2: in that house. No, not no, that no, kid, no. no. That not robot my... has, a, uh, has a kill setting for sure. That kid's guy, worse that than my cock. To to <laughs> well, few things are worse than my cock, but and yeah, then you he get Hearts
0: on Fire in classic Stallone fashion. You got to play and, one song at least twice. And, and then yeah, he goes to Taco Bell, and after that, it's parts on Fire. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Burning farts!
1: <laughs>
4: farts on fire! Oh, those nachos, Bel Grande. <laughs> no, es <it's> bueno. <laughs>
0: You mean the hot cheeto wrap Dorito burrito?
2: Yeah, that one's the, the hot cheeto wrap Dorito. The food. hot
4: beef sauce Dorito roller.
2: Yeah, you fat fucking piece of shit. Have our chicken fried taco. Did you
0: guys see it? I think it's Arby's is just selling like, or no, it's Dunkin' Donuts. I think it's from Drilling Nation was sending like a snack, yeah. a snack pack, yeah. and it's just bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just They're just selling a of pouch bacon. of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: fat fucks. And that's uh, the end. Danish actress and B-movie bombshell Brigitte Nielsen is a fox. She's a fox, plain and simple. There are plenty of things about her, that make your jaw drop to the floor and make your mouth do those cartoon noises. You know the ones I'm talking about. (laughs) But the one thing we can all agree on is that Brigitte always had, and always will have, a perfectly fitting bra. Yes, a bra that's been fitted not by machines or by measuring tape, but with human hands. That's because she subscribes to Brigitte Feelsome A service in which we send a man named Pierce over to your house to measure your bra size using the God-given talent of accurately and perfectly judging bra size by hand. God made man with his hands and man made brassiers with his hands. Hands are sacred and really are the only instruments that should be used to assess bra size. I know what you're thinking. This is just a different version of Pierce bra hands. The service that also sent a guy named Pierce to women's houses to grab their boobs and recently filed for bankruptcy due to a class-action sexual harassment lawsuit. Well, to that I'd say, Brigitte Feelsome and Pierce bra Hands couldn't be more different. This service is called Brigitte Feelsome, and that one was called Pierce bra Hands. See? Completely different names. Although the guy that grabs boobs is also named Pierce, but that's just a coincidence. And no, I am not Pierce. I repeat, I am not Pierce. A perfectly fitted bra is worth two breasts in the hand with pierce brahan i mean with brazier nielsen no um sorry with brigitte feelsome
4: let's communize our way into categories let's commune into categories i like that you know what fuck that we're americans let's let's (laughs) capitalize our way into categories (laughs) these
0: colors don't run
4: Joel what was the best scene you saw?
5: I really love all the Rocky stuff.
0: Kyle what was the best scene you saw? Best scene I saw was the intro to the Apollo Creed Ivan Drago fight. I didn't realize how just insane it is with James Brown singing all the sparkles (laughs) Apollo Creed and the the the, what's his name Uncle Sam like like uh Patriot hat and the USA boxers, and I just, I couldn't believe how funny that scene was knowing the outcome. Like just (laughs) watching him dance around, (laughs) like showboating, knowing like you're about to be Punched to death, dude. Yeah, these like, are your last moments on earth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I love very the much arrogance. like a tight
4: rope wa- tightrope walker, uh, like right before they fall <laughs> off, you know. But like show, like doing a yo-yo on the rope yeah. and just like look how he's look how good I am at
0: this. He's let in with like twelve nicknames. He's like it's right. showtime, right. and then he just fucking gets punched to death. And I was just God. laughing so much watching him do. When this. James Brown starts naming off all the cities, <laughs> <Yeah>. Atlanta. <laughs> Michigan! He's like coming down on like a rhino or something. (laughs) Just like dancing so carefree. Like, I got this shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's dead.
2: It's very much contrasting with like, you've got the, the, um,. What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Ah, forget it. This is going to get cut anyways. But yeah, it's it just contrasts um
4: Uh the best thing I saw was the the James Brown <laughs> American <laughs> Access <laughs> montage. Um but I will pivot to when Polly is pouring the beer at the in the LA mansion, the robot brings him the beer. Mm-hmm. He's eating ice cream out of the carton <laughs> and drinking beer out of a wine glass <laughs> or a champagne glass. And he cracks the beer, and it immediately starts spilling everywhere. And he <laughs> pours it, and it's just the sloppiest pour. It's just like, goddamn, dude! Yeah, you gotta he's a clean slob. your shit
2: up. <laughs> he's a slob. Brandon,
4: what was the best scene you saw?
2: It's what's weird because this is like the my least one of my least favorite Rocky movies. But I had a really hard time picking the best scene I saw because there's a lot of good scenes that I saw. <laughs> And we can leave it at that, or I can keep going. Keep going. All right. Um, I'm actually going to go with Polly fucking a robot. Let's move on to
4: How Do You Do That. How
1: do you do what you do to me? I am feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me, but I haven't a clue. Kyle, how do you do
4: that?
0: Uh, My how do you do that, we know, like Brandon said, and they said twice, this is an unsanctioned fight. So the rules should have been thrown out the and window. You can, it's a double elimination unsanctioned. No, That's no, what I was is a gonna say. Elimination. <laughs> it should have been. They have all this flexibility. How was it not a double <laughs> elimination? They had plenty of referees to enforce it. You could have had Rocky get KO'd, and then we get another recovery montage, which yeah. would have been fun. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, the fight's face. not over until one ice of them in is my face. dead. Yeah,
4: put the ice bag on my forehead. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> Got brain damage, and I don't sing no good, so I make my brother do the sings. <laughs>
0: I've been concussed, and now here's Frank. <laughs> yeah. It would have been so cool to see Rocky win one, Drago win yeah. one, and then get the same fight at the end. The third end. one's in like
4: uh, Switzerland. Like yeah. We're going neutral for the third and <laughs> final <bro>. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: anyway. Let's move on to That Had, had to,
1: to hurt. hurt. Hurt so good. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. It had
4: to hurt to be the kid. Because we talked about it. Dad had to go to work on Christmas. He also could have been like, hey, let's not fight on Christmas. That's, you know, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also Adrian could have been like, I'm going to stay home with my small child on Christmas because that's really important. Instead, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to Russia.
2: (laughs) Do we think that those are kids, those were like his friends or those are two people that Rocky paid to go over and watch his son (laughs) They don't seem to like him much, right? And they tell him
4: like, we know it's your dad.
1: That's my dad. what do you think we are nerds
2: uh brandon that had to hurt uh there's one moment when uh, drago's wife tells apollo creed's wife i hope we can be friends after this uh before their husband's fight and uh it seemed like a nice exchange between two wives at the time but thinking back on that exchange that had to hurt uh, they definitely weird. will not be friends after Drago kills Creed. So, uh, so that had to hurt that that relationship could never come to fruition.
4: Creed was also unfaithful to his wife, as we now know from the uh,
2: the Creed That's movies. Right. That's right, right, right. He died in 1985. No, the, yeah, the math you're doing, is terrible you're doing math, for the Creed movies. Yeah, he would be uh, he would be 30 years old in the first movie. Yeah,
4: right when it came out, I was like, okay, if he conceived the child the day he died, that kid is still like. 30-whatever when he's yeah. making his big boxing debut. But we debut. don't know what
0: yeah. year the Creed movie takes place in. They
2: never Yeah, saw. right. It could be 1986. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: it's it could true. Be one year old. <laughs> what about the Stallone De, De Niro uh, boxing movie? Yeah. Grudge Match? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic cash grab. Yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to who organizes the reunion.
1: It's so nice. Come
4: together, come together, to get together. Brandon, who organizes the reunion?
2: I'm gonna go Polly for my reunion. He gets uh, everyone <clears throat> together to announce that him and his robot girlfriend are expecting. <laughs> and uh, not exactly sure how that works out, or if this child is uh, sanctioned by God at all, or if it's an abomination against nature. Uh, I haven't figured that out yet. But he definitely tells them all to. Uh, to help pay for the abortion.
5: <laughs> what, what do you think they produce? Like a Roomba or like a... IPod? I think
2: it's an abomination against nature. So it's <laughs> yeah. like half of it is robot. Slice like the most kind of thing. It's yeah. like very disgusting where like half of its jaw is robotic yeah. and it's just like skeletal. Uh, it's It's uncomfortable.
0: I imagine the dog thing in the thing where it's just like, oh, Jesus right. Christ, let's yeah. fucking kill that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not this, okay. <laughs> this is a
4: red flag. Something's afoot. <laughs> Let,
0: I don't agree with abortion because I'm a patriot, but this is the one exception to the rule. I think
4: the fight between Lenny Kravitz and Kyle and Aaron organizes the reunion.
2: Interesting.
4: When the undercard is Adrian and Apollo's wife versus Brigitte Nielsen. Wow. And it's a, oh, they do a two on one thing. And then right after that, you get me and Kyle beating
2: the shit out of Lenny Kravitz. And Mark McGrath is the announcer for that one.
0: Even in a Brigitte <laughs> Nielsen versus Adrian and Apollo's wife, I'm she still taking- them. Yeah. No, I'm taking Adrian and really? Apollo's wife. Because it's two on one. That's our whole argument. <laughs> Yeah, no,
4: I think it's a it's easy like two on one. The two always beats the one, so it'd be a clear demonstration that two definitely beats one in a fight.
0: Quantity over quality, baby.
2: What if it's like Vern Troyer and Wee Man versus um, Josie Carl Weathers,
4: <laughs> where Wee Man's like the fucking like, he's the mountain in that fight, you know? Like, oh. Wait, what was the uh, what was the Carl? No, Weathers? I'm
2: saying what if it's what if it's Vern Troyer and Wee Man versus Carl Weathers. Well, Does that's, two that's, always beat one?
4: That's not two men versus one men. That's two we men versus one <laughs> Kyle, who organizes the reunion?
0: Vladimir Putin, because he can. If anyone refuses to participate, they'll be found the next day having fallen out a window in Russia. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: I like that. Yeah, they were and just so sad. Yeah, the, yeah. Famous, the famous Vladimir Putin, Putin uh, chant, yes, he can. Yes, he can. <laughs> he
0: comes riding it on a uh, horse and then uh, kicks him right out.
4: Yeah, what? did you guys see just that regular day,
2: Russian horse. Yeah. I ride this sometimes. It's like
0: every week it's like someone spoke out against him and it's just like they fell out a window the next yeah. day. Like it's insane how much murder happens in like right. it also happens here, but it's always it's thrown just so out a window in Russia. When <laughs> you hear about it in
2: Russia, it's also vicious where it's like <laughs> there was like a chemical nerve agent where they just like became a vegetable or mm-hmm. they were like beaten to death by five people on the street. <laughs> five like guys beating oh. <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> Very different.
2: Yeah. 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 Vladimir Putin, if you're hearing this, uh, you know, we're, we're available. If you need our services <laughs> to beat around,
4: let's move on to the clutch award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Joel, who wins your clutch award?
5: <sighs> I mean, this is tough and Apollo Creed dying is kind of the clutch award because it gets Rocky out of retirement. It gets us beating Russia. It gets USA proving we're the best again. So, I mean, I hate to say it, but the death of Apollo Creed is the clutch award. Wow. Wow.
4: Wow. My clutch award goes to San Diego State alum Carl Weathers. Yes. Go Aztecs, baby. And the scene where he's in the pool is just, that's an awesome scene. It is. And the scene where he's with James Brown, that's an awesome scene. Yeah. He's I, so clutch. He's pretty I, clutch, I I love I guess. him. I, guess <laughs> I love Carl Weathers. Two for two on Clutch Awards. <laughs> yeah. Um Let's see if this is a clean sweep. Kyle, who wins
0: your Clutch Award? USA wins my fucking Clutch sort Award. Of, yeah, it's sort of, yeah. Sort of. Carl Weathers is America. We're the greatest country on the planet. No one is better than us. Mate. U.S. U.S. <laughs> No one has more COVID cases than we do. And we can thank our great leader, Donald John Trump, for our position atop to the globe. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the early 80s, he storyboarded with Stallone and said, Rocky, what if instead of you beating a person, you beat an entire nation and reaffirmed your patriotism for this great country? and also i know you're thinking that's crazy because trump's not listed in the credits but that's only because the lamestream media won't tell you about all the great things he's (laughs) doing like Rocky four so i'm gonna actually i'm gonna change my clutch award i'm gonna say donald trump for making america great again and in november keeping america great again thank you end of uh ted talk
4: that was, that was well said, man. I appreciated that. Uh, that uh, Came from a place of passion, and I can't argue with that.
0: Xenophobia. <laughs> you say passion, I say xenophobia. Look, you, have, you have the right as an American to express your views. You're damn it's right. True. You're damn right I do. Yeah. Unless, shut up. Shut up. I don't agree.
4: <laughs> no, yeah. OK. I was going to say, unless they oppose yours. <laughs> Great. That was wonderful. Um, Brandon, Clutch Award. <laughs>
2: Uh, whoever was the music supervisor on this movie wins my Clutch Frank Award. Frank Stallone? It wasn't Frank Stallone, but here's some here's some trivia. The guy that did the actual movie music... John Hamburger? ...was named Vince DiCola, who hmm. co-wrote music with Frank Stallone for the movie Stayin' Alive. Uh, wow. And then after doing that, he was recruited by Sylvester Stallone to do the musical score for Rocky 4
0: I'd like to change my That Had to Hurt to being Frank Stallone and uh you know showing up to rocky four being like well he didn't ask me to do it but at least none of my close friends did music it's like no your your frequent collaborator from staying alive actually did some music for this (laughs) no that's just like when (laughs) when don swayze showed up to roadhouse
4: and thought he was gonna get to play the sam elliott role they're like no we're bringing in sam elliott for wayne carrot yo bleeder (laughs) <laughs> now let's move on to quotes.
5: You don't want to believe this, but that, that ain't us up there no more, Paul. We can't do that the way we did it before. We're, we're, we're changing. We're, we're like turning into
4: regular people. I'll start with quotes. Apollo says, I retired more people than social security. Yeah. I really like that line. That's good. So that's my quote. Brandon,
2: quotes. Rocky's talking to Adrian. He says, you remember what I told you a long time ago, I said, you ain't ever going to get rid of me. Well, you ain't ever going to get rid of me so that was i like that when you bring up something from the past and just repeat it i like that too Um, uh rocky's talking to apollo and apollo says i like who i am and rocky says i like who you are too that's a supportive friend
4: yeah um
2: i like a lot of the uh whoever drago's russian handler is i like a lot of his lines because they're just very uh that aggressive. guy's got a
4: tough gig
2: yeah you he, know he, just all his lines are very aggressive he goes you are the aggressor we go i like that one when he ends the uh, ends the press conference and just says we go and then when uh rocky's talking to his son and he says you know sometimes i wish the guy would hit me on the chin so i don't feel nothing anymore I feel like that too sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to feel. We all you know? feel that. Most, to feel most
4: evenings I end up there.
0: I feel yeah. nothing about that quote and that, that hurts. Yeah. Uh,
5: Those are my Joel,
4: quotes. quotes.
5: So I mentioned earlier I really like when Paulie yells, he's cut, he's cut. Um, I like when, uh, which has become like a popular boxing one. that. I see three of them out there. Hit the
4: one in the middle.
5: Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. I like that
4: funny because they're getting brain damaged. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: and then, you know, of course at the end, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if I can change and you can change,
4: everybody can change.
2: What does that mean? Love. it. I don't it. know what that means. Do-
0: doesn't matter. Loved it. Uh, you got your quotes? You got four of them you said. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so the first one reminds me of quotes you liked, Brandon. It's when Adrian comes back to see Rocky in Russia. And she goes, I couldn't stay away anymore. And she says, I missed you. And he says, I missed you too. And she says, I'm with you no matter what. And he says, no matter what? And she goes, no matter what.
2: It's <laughs> just like, this guy clearly has brain damage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that one was good. Uh, I liked when Apollo is getting ready to fight. And he's all hyped up. And he says, I feel like I could eat nails. And Rocky goes, never tried no snails. <laughs> Cause-
4: it was great to feel like I could eat nails, Stallion.
5: You know, I never tried them things. You know. What
3: are you talking
5: about? The snails. I never had them. You know, I, I see them in the garden, but I never, I never want to eat them.
4: But... I didn't say anything about snails. I said nails. Nails, Stallion. Yeah, yeah. Nails, yeah fucking idiot yeah just just he's such a freddie prince jr <laughs> yes. he like yeah. you want to be an architect <laughs> what
0: <laughs> yeah uh, the next quote is also like that it's just another great example of like brain dead rocky uh he's giving adrian the watch he bought her for their anniversary yeah and he says Open your prize. Go ahead. Open your prize. And it's like, this is an anniversary gift. I know you like fighting, but why are you calling it a prize? And then when it's a really long watch (laughs) and she sees how long it is, he goes... The guy says, "Even if it looks like a snake, it won't bite you." <laughs>
4: it's
1: like you uh,
4: fucking moron! Yeah, what the hell, stupid. dude? Yeah, uh, they they lean so into his his stupidity yeah. as being like this charming, endearing thing, and it's just. Like, I like that about I think this he's movie. Wrong. I think he's messed up.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I like that about this Promise movie because in you. Rocky Three they made him too smart. Oh, okay, they and I didn't him like that. Yeah, he needed
4: more head trauma to just yeah. dull,
2: dull the edges a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he's a dullard. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: and then the last quote. Uh, Is when he's talking to Adrian on the stairs and it just I was like when is this ending he goes Maybe I can't win. Maybe the only thing I can do is just take everything he's got But to beat me he'll have to kill me and to kill me He'll have to have heart to stand in front of me and to do that (laughs) He has to be willing to die himself.
2: <laughs> and to be willing to die himself, <laughs> yeah. he's got to go to the van
4: she, and then She his keeps to like, move to the bedroom like, like he's done. Are you like, done? Up, Are you up, finished? No. Nope.
0: Okay. All right. He's still going. And I'm
4: 45 steps ahead of you. <laughs> yep. I don't know uh, if he's ready
0: to do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Jeez, where did this start? Where did we end? His,
4: Whatever. So his deductive reasoning is still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Working memory is non-existent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
4: let's move on to what, what takes, takes me, me, out, of me out, of out of the movie,
0: movie.
1: Oh, me... oh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. uh brandon what takes you out of the movie
2: this is the final fight it's like cool but just watching little itty bitty Stallone fight Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> also, Dolph Lundgren's like twenty five, right? Stallone's and Stallone's got to be something. forty something, right?
4: I think Stallone is like thirty nine or forty, like th- right, right there.
2: Yeah, there's uh, just it's really sad. It's a re- like as much as it is like inspiring to see on film. Thinking about it in reality, it's sad, and that takes me out yeah. of the movie. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's, it's he's so much bigger. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you guys, I know how to defeat this guy I just throw my face at him a couple dozen times
4: Um, Joel, what takes you out of the movie?
5: The, The crowds Um, turning against, like, their home fighter in both fights. So the crowd chanting for Drago, it's, like, in, like, the end of the first round against Apollo Creed, like, so early on. And then in Russia, the crowd cheering for Rocky, it's, like, the fight's not over. The guy hasn't lost yet. And you're supposed supposed to to be so behind them. Yeah, like, come
0: on. There's a meme that I love from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia of Mac. And it says... I'm playing both sides, so I always come out on top. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what the audience was doing in both of these fights. It's right. like, hey, whoever's winning, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what takes you out of the movie? Um, another brain dead Rocky moment. Uh, end of the movie. We know it's Christmas. We also know this fight's taking place in Russia at night. So when he says, Hey kid, you should be asleep right now. It's like it's noon in America. And <laughs> yeah. Why is he? Why is he thinking he should be asleep? There's a ten hour time difference here. Yeah, you know. So uh, just tipped me out that this kid is. They portray it as it's nighttime in America. Also, like yeah. it's not like daytime. Yeah. It's so like, the
2: filmmakers also have the brain damage. Oh yeah, the it is, time it is, is not Christmas the same night in both places. <laughs> yeah. <you
0: know>? Yeah. <laughs> even though it's Russia.
4: <laughs> it takes me out of the movie. It's the James Brown. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best scene I saw. (laughs) It's the best scene I saw. It's so preposterous and I love it and it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Let's move
0: on to McMulligan's.
1: If I could turn
0: Turn
1: back
5: time.
0: time. There it is. Joel, you're in double digits for singing now. Congratulations. (laughs) I could find a way. Uh, my McMulligan is super small, but it really bothered me. It was almost a what takes me out of the movie, but when Rocky is pummeling Ivan Drago at the end and you're like, he's gonna win. They cut to Adrian and she's like, you're gonna do it. <laughs> you're gonna do it. It's like, we fucking know. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> you just ruined this. So take that out. Yeah,
2: yeah she is a dumb bitch.
0: Like, come on, if there's two and a half hours in this movie, you can at least trim that and throw in another Apollo Creed shirtless scene before he dies. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. Or him in the casket shirtless.
4: Ooh.
0: We never see that. In his USA
4: trunks and Uncle Sam hat. Yeah, he's got a hologram of him
0: dancing (laughs) on his grave.
4: (laughs) James Brown also singing at the
0: funeral. Can we talk about this really quickly? Uh, So going back to him dying, I got the vibe that he wanted to die in the ring. He had a death wish. I never picked up on that either, that when he's telling Rock, like, don't call it, he knows he's going to die. I got that vibe.
4: Drago was his Bell's Beach.
0: Yeah, wow.
4: Yeah, you know
0: I
2: can't live in a cage, man. Yeah,
0: exactly. Did you peek on my genre swap? Maybe. Did you peek on my, did you (laughs) peek on my
4: genre swap? I beaked. I touched my nose to your genre swap. had a whole thing. (laughs) Jesus. Really? Yeah. I didn't see it, I'm just
0: kidding. I'm see. just kidding
4: too. Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
0: Did you see what just happened when I tricked you?
4: Uh, Joel, what takes you out of the, where are we? McMulligan? I don't know, who
2: hasn't
0: gone? <laughs> I went, Joel <laughs> went, uh, you I and didn't go Brandon. Go Brandon, McMulligan.
2: Um, two things. Number one, in the director's cut of this movie, I would like them to include Kyle's drawings. Yes. Of all the smut that happens.
0: You'll be on... you'll be excited to know I am working with Sylvester Stallone on the new release that he's putting out. Chill.
2: That would have been cool if you like told me about that before this. I would have really appreciated that. Well,
0: it was supposed to be a surprise. It was for it was for, for, it was for Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna gift it to you. Kyle got a cameo. that.
2: <laughs> hey yo Brandon. this is your boy Sylvester Stallone. No, Happy I birthday. was gonna gift you an
0: early advanced copy of the director's cut that he's working on with my drawing spice in. Birth- this so week, I actually. would like that. Look up his birthday. And then
2: uh... Brandon's? No, Stallone. <laughs> it's his birthday today.
4: It was his birthday like a few days, like a couple days ago. I'm pretty sure. How do you spell
0: Sylvester?
2: Still Vester. Still. Is he?
0: Wait. Can we say? Is he the only famous Sylvester in history?
2: <laughs> yeah. Probably man. the cat. My second McMulligan is. Uh, they need to show fully in the director's cut that Polly and robot sex scene. mm-hmm I need to know how yeah, that works.
4: I want literal sparks I flying. Agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because he has a rusty dick.
4: <laughs> Too much
0: uh... tuna. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, hello. How are you? I'm George St. Giggler. Oh, charmed, I'm sure. I'm Gil Faison.
4: And this is our prank show Too Much Tuna. Let's move on to
0: SOS. Sending out
4: an SOS. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an S-O- Kyle, SOS.
0: Kyle, SOS. Yeah, I'm glad you went to me. Uh, I want to see a sequel, a poly sequel, just to find out if he's fucking the robot for sure. A
2: poly Creed.
0: <laughs> so uh, I agree with your McMulligan, Brandon. Let's just find Good. out once and for all: was he fucking the robot?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No a spin off yeah i like it interesting no it's
0: not a spin off it's a sequel it's a standalone polly film So polly gets just... back
2: from russia and he goes mhm it's i've made my decision i mm-hmm. thought i was going to die over there and you were the only thing i was thinking about no i think Let's it's like fuck. more
0: like a 90 minute like interpretation of the movie her where it's like oh they're very emotionally connected and you're waiting the whole time to see like if it's also like shape of water like is she going to fuck the fish kind of but so her and shape of water but robot, and is he gonna fuck the robot? A little Frankenstein,
4: like how far do we wanna go with technology? Yeah, and who's the monster, the Um, robot, or him for fucking the robot? I like it, Yeah. topical. Joel, did you recognize Pauly from The Sopranos? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's in there. (laughs) Everyone's in The Sopranos. Uh, Brandon, SOS.
2: I think you guys are gonna like this one. A sequel where Apollo Creed rises from the dead, and he wants a third fight with Rocky. He's pissed at Rocky for (laughs) letting him die in the ring. The only thing is, it's set in 2020. So you've got a rotting Apollo Creed corpse versus a 70-year-old Sylvester Stallone. It's anyone's guess who could win, but if you throw in the corpse of Mickey, Rocky's old trainer, and and the corpse Mm. of Apollo Creed, then could they beat up a 70-year-old Stallone? What if it's Apollo, Mickey, and Janna versus Sylvester Stallone? Interesting. Yeah, every scenario will be filmed, and the audience gets I to think, choose their own ending.
4: I think the ghost of Mickey has a tough time with Jana.
0: Yeah. His name, Brooks Meredith, not Meredith Brooks. I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. In a two-on-one fight, me and Aaron versus Lenny Krabich. Yeah. I'm taking us right. every time, dead or alive.
2: Okay, yeah, that sounds very like you. what do you mean favoring the the two-on-one rather than the skill and and the power and all that kind of stuff what
0: skill does a 70 year old Sylvester Stallone have
2: he's got skills
0: all right he's an accomplished screenwriter
2: he just didn't he just do a movie with Jackie Chan or was that Arnold Schwarzenegger that was Uh, the Arnold one where it's like
0: a Chinese ship movie and
2: I got the great idea it's the Chinese ship movie And Jackie Chan says, ah, Chinese shit movie. Okay, I'm in. Uh, yeah, okay. And Larry Stockton says, I'm producing.
0: <laughs> Chinese shit movie.
4: <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Um, my SOS is a spinoff. I would have liked to see a spinoff of the two guys watching Rocky while he trains. So it's a full Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are <laughs> dead. It's a, like a Pulp Fiction kind um. of thing. It's just them in the car. But uh, I think that would have been really cool. They're like, they're very smart about boxing. Like, just the yeah. the conversations would have been incredible. It would have it's been a really dialogue-heavy movie, which really counterbalances this one that's not. So that, it's a
0: complete film together. That scene where they spin out in the snow, like, yeah. they both get out. It's like, you fucking idiot. Right. Right. It's like, they're <laughs> hitting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and it's a very, it's super existential. And uh, it's all, like, it's uh, a very interesting. It's like a uh,
2: Rosencrantz and Guildenstern kind of, uh, yes. kind of yeah. approach. Okay, cool. Okay, okay.
0: Hey all you truth seekers, I'm Carl Zhang here to tell you about a secret that the lamestream media doesn't want you to know about. I'm talking about the weather. You may use fake news sources like Yahoo Weather, Weather.com, or maybe you just go outside and feel the temperature for yourself. Well, don't trust those idiots and don't trust yourself, you're not qualified. Trust me and my new app, Carl's Weather. I've spent weeks meticulously scouring for answers and the truth behind why the scientists and left-wing nuts have been lying about global warming and manipulating daily forecasts. That's right. I've read all the mom blogs across Instagram, 4chan boards, and deciphered our great leader Donald Trump's hidden messages that he has been sending to Q for the real source of truth. And well, what I've found is shocking. For only 25 cents a month, you can have access to my up-to-the-day weather predictions that I'm making based on your zodiac sign, which give you what I've dubbed true astro-weather or the weather according to your personality, which is accurate in a general range of 5 to 25 degrees. And at only 25 cents, why not give it a try? It's cheaper than sending a letter with the failing USPS, am I right? So download Carl's Weather, where I'm gonna give you the real weather, whether the libtards like it or not. Let's move on to genre swap. Swap, 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 swap.
2: Swap that genre. Wah,
0: wah, 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 wah.
2: All right, I tell you what you do.
0: Pull the old switcheroo. Joel,
4: genre swap.
5: I want to see this movie made into a season. Of reality TV, a la that fighter
1: show. (laughs) Dude, I remember doing that in Escape Plan
4: (laughs) when the guys helping him break out of the prison.
1: (laughs) Holy shit!
4: Unbelievable. My genre swap is so we see the two conflicting styles of training, right? And it's kind of like a which one's better—going old school or like this all this new fancy technology stuff. So I want to see this as an episode of Love It or Listed. So we take a regular guy, and we're like, all right, we're going to find out which system's better. So normal guy, we put him through all this training. He does the Stallone thing in the woods, in the wilderness. And then he goes and fights a real fighter. We take those results. We store that. We log that. Hmm. Then we see him train... The Drago way with mm. technology and steroids, and then again he has to go fight a professional fighter, mm. and we compare the two results, and then he decides which method is better, which one to love or list. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know, man. There's I'm not much <laughs> selling.
0: Uh,
4: Brandon, John, cool.
0: it'd be better uh. if it was like the husband was like no. I'm old school, wife's I'm new school, then they both fight, and they have to determine like. Ah, you know, I do like that. Are we old school? Are we new school?
2: Right. Or a wife swap.
0: Yeah. You that know. one works too.
2: Yeah. Brigitte Nielsen lives with Sylvester Stallone and uh, and uh, Adrian lives with Dolph Lundgren.
0: Or a diner's drive ins and dives where it's just <laughs> yeah. Guy Fieri eating
2: food. And I'm,
0: today I'm checking in with Ivan Drago. <laughs> Fighting all the fighters on the
2: episode.
5: <laughs> We're having Borscht.
2: <laughs> no, or a uh, marriage rescue. Aaron, do the thing. Yeah.
3: Enough of this. <laughs>
4: You two love each other. <laughs> um, and Stallone, I said,
3: "Fix your marriage."
5: And
4: Stallone lives in a tiny house because he's so little. Yeah,
0: and he's a uh, he makes he makes birdhouses and he makes eight hundred thousand dollars a year, yes. and they, they can afford a nine bedroom house in France. Yeah, but no bigger.
2: Brandon genre swap. So I have this as a truck driving arm wrestling movie.
0: He's crazy as a road
4: lizard. Wow, that wouldn't work it's
2: far-fetched seems but...
4: attenuated let's see how you no, bring no, no, it no. let me see
2: how I get it there so we know that Rocky suffers brain damage after his fight with Drago and arguably before that as well yeah um, they comment that getting punched by Drago is like getting hit by a truck oh truck and this gets Rocky thinking about mm. trucks mm. and that's all he can think about he mm. forgets about his life as a professional boxer and because of the brain damage, all he can think about is trucks. He decides to become an independent trucker after heading back to the U.S. <laughs> he leaves Adrian, Polly, and Rocky Jr. behind and hits the road. <laughs> but trucking by itself doesn't fulfill him. He decides to get into arm wrestling and enters into a single elimination arm wrestling Ooh, that's tournament. That's not how it works. No, that's and he dangerous. gets his... Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, he gets his ass handed to him. It does not go well. And so he realizes that he is a double elimination kind of guy. <laughs>
4: Who do we think wins at arm wrestling? Bull Hurley versus Ivan Drago.
2: Ivan Drago. Bull Hurley. If Sylvester Stallone can beat Bull Hurley, he's a five-time arm
0: wrestling champion. Wait, what's the other guy's name? I was thinking of the other guy, John Grizzly. John Grizzly. I'm taking John Grizzly. I'm not taking Bull Hurley. (laughs) Okay, the yeah, Grismaster—he he suffers. If he didn't drink the gasoline That's and eat what I'm the saying. cigar, he arguably That's what I'm was saying. the best. If he doesn't do there. that, he beats Drago. Yeah, yeah right. but you know he is. <laughs> He's just gonna suck a lemon or something. This lemon belongs to Mister. <laughs> there it is,
2: and there's the Terry Funk for this episode. We want the,
0: we
5: want
2: the Funk. funk.
1: Kyle, we want.
4: We Kyle, genre swap.
0: Uh, Brandon talked about the scene briefly. Pauly tells Rocky, if I could unzip myself and be someone else, I'd want to be you. And he kisses Rocky on the cheek. So I want to see a sci-fi movie, of course, where you are glued into a pair of pants. And every time you unzip yourself (laughs) to take a piss, you teleport into another human's body. But the pants remain on you. So eventually, let's say you land in a great situation and you kind of want to write it out. You have to not only explain why you can't take off your pants, but also why you're constantly pissing yourself. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you said romaine on you and I thought of an ad for romaine on you. Oh. It's a wardrobe it's a clothing company that's all romaine lettuce lettuce. porn? Yeah. Oh, no, different. <laughs> that works too. It's, let
0: uh, let let's work romaine shopper. on you. Romaine tain on you. <laughs> we are the leafy boys. <laughs> leafy boys? <laughs> Um,
4: let's almost wrap things up with the penultimate <laughs> Blu-ray price. <laughs> uh, Joel, what's your Blu-ray price?
5: You know, I'm going a little higher than you guys might expect, but I think this $9, is... nine
0: thousand dollars. That's Pollard territory. This is a
5: movie I wanna I wanna watch again. Uh, so I'm going nineteen ninety nine. Wow, Ching, ch-ching, ch-ching, ch-ching,
2: ch-ching. that's pretty that's high. Some James Brown levels of cash.
0: I had the same price, Joel. Ooh, if wow. you take out a nine, I got one ninety nine. This is all right, and uh, I like I like Rocky three the best. I just want it to yeah. be known.
4: So interesting. I'm gonna go with fourteen ninety nine. Wow! I still just always want to watch this movie. Um, it's it's an easy watch, and it's uh it's Rocky four, you know. Mm. And I would like to watch it one day with Pollard's daughters future husband
2: <laughs> yeah we all would we all would I haven't
4: after he finished Armageddon with Pollard he'd come over to my place and we'll watch Rocky IV
2: we go to Pollard's house and there's five different rooms set up yeah each of us have a movie that we want to watch with with uh, Paula Pollard's uh, future husband and they're
4: all just inexplicable when he asked yeah. why we chose this one it's like yeah. I don't know we
2: go shh
0: Brandon under 100 or over 100
2: No, under a hundred. This is my least, one of my least favorite for the Rocky franchise, but I have to have it in my collection because I need to have every Rocky movie. Um, So I would go
4: 9.99. Let's wrap things up with, does this movie work
2: as as a a McSullivan vehicle? vehicle. Do it, Joel.
0: What about a (laughs) McSullivan movie? Why don't we ever say that? Why does it have to be a vehicle? That's what we said the first time we did it, so we were just... It's tradition. You're right. You don't I turn apologize. your back on tradition. I
2: apologize. <laughs>
0: Keep going, Joel. There's
1: more. Joel...
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard the song? Yeah.
4: I don't know who's less familiar with the pod, Joel or Pollard. I I have the first part of it down. I think this does work as a McSullivan vehicle. Yeah. Following another closed case and another civic commendation, Pops and McSullivan each plan to take some much-needed vacations. Pops is finally going to take Gloria on that big trip to Hawaii that they've been talking about for years. years, and McSullivan is going on a bender at his timeshare just outside of Banning. As a prank, McSullivan plants a brick of cocaine, a loaded shotgun, zip ties, a grenade, child pornography, a flight manual, bottle rockets, Pepsi, and Mentos, a machete, a magic wand, and a Quran in Pops' carry-on. Wow. Pops is arrested by TSA, but Gloria is still allowed to go to Hawaii. After an investigation, it is determined that both Pops and McSullivan are equally responsible for the shenanigans. Oh. Pops is suspended for two weeks and Mac is suspended for one. However, both Pops and Mac are put in the <laughs> Bad Boys Club, a list of detectives who captains, whose captains have had it up to here with. A few days later, an old-timey document is discovered. That reveals some information about a botched land grant and ultimately New Orleans should still belong to France. New Orleans suggests a boxing match to settle the dispute. France says no, but after New Orleans threatens them, France immediately caves and agrees to the fight. New Orleans decides to randomly draw a name from the bad boys club to determine who will represent the city in the fight. They draw McSullivan's name and Mac promptly goes on a cocaine cleanse and quickly drops down to 90 pounds, <laughs> thus disqualifying him from the match. <laughs> Next, they draw Pops' name, and Pops, has never boxed a day in his life, proudly accepts and says, it's an honor to fight for my city. France chooses Hooch Malloy as their fighter, because Hooch has <laughs> dual citizenship.
2: <laughs> this is so eerily similar to mine. <laughs> Fucking frog.
4: When the fight begins, Pop slips and Hooch <laughs> uppercuts him. Pops dies immediately, and New Orleans protests the fight, <laughs> Arguing that the mat was far too slippery. France agrees to a rematch. Pops' father, Pops Sr., (laughs) tries to convince Mac to avenge his son's life. After Pops Sr. agrees to pay Mac $69,000, Mac is in. Mac, who was a very accomplished amateur boxer, struggles against Hooch. The decades of smoking, malnourishment, and drug and alcohol abuse have taken a noticeable toll. After getting pummeled for 11 rounds, Mac decides to use his secret weapon. As the bell rings for the 12th round, McSullivan points to the rafters and yells, Look over there! (laughs) The entire arena, including Hooch, turns to look. And as they do, Mac kicks Hooch in the balls from behind. Hooch drops to his knees and Mac punches him in the ear. The crowd turns around and nobody notices the back-to-back cheap shots. As the ref gives Hooch a 10 count, McSullivan takes a dump on his chest. (laughs) (laughs) McSullivan tells the French crowd, If you don't cheer for me, you're all next. The crowd erupts in applause, and New Orleans is saved. Also, Gloria had sex with several male and female surf instructors while in Hawaii, oh, and didn't get back in time for Pop's funeral because she got drunk at the airport and missed her flight. Who's Mister Flight?
0: Uh, <laughs> nice. I like He's got that wings. No, that's that is. Can you
2: guys hear the crickets in the background? Yeah. Are they really loud? They're there. All right. Well, there you go. It's just going to be in the recording. Sorry,
0: Kyle.
4: Does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle?
0: Oh yeah. McSullivan wakes up and goes to snort cocaine and realizes he's completely out. There's none in the toilet tank or the bedside Bible he cut out the middle of to stash some in. We see McSullivan go to his basement and start using a jackhammer to tear up the concrete because he has a super large stash there as a last resort for doomsday. (laughs) Unfortunately, no cocaine again. Out of options, McSullivan is Russian all over town. I see what you did. He finds the worst drug salesman in town who only sells the lowest grade cocaine and goes by the name Champ in an effort to dupe people into thinking it's actually good quality coke. After Mac tries the cocaine, he says, This cocaine is too rocky for me. Ah. Champ. (laughs) <laughs> but mac buys all the cocaine anyway the end <laughs> i like the, i like the part where the
4: coke's too rocky for him yeah no that's good that's good that's just good wordplay that's amazing i love that uh brandon does this movie work as a mcsullivan vehicle
2: yeah mine mine's eerily similar to yours aaron so it's glad the, i went uh...
4: first i offered it to you
2: honestly ben
4: you really me here yeah it's, here we
2: go it's uh, the 32nd annual cop of the year awards yes and uh, this year the chief of the new orleans police department has decided that the cop of the year will be decided in the boxing ring pops is enthused because he used to be quite the boxer back in his days at the university of montana and he thinks he has a real shot at winning this year mcsullivan has won the cop of the year award the last five years in a row but was considering recusing himself from the competition mostly because he can no longer afford to pay his computer hacker friend to change the votes. Mm. With this year's event being a boxing tournament, that solidifies McSullivan's decision, and he decides to take himself out of the running for Cop of the Year. Pops asks McSullivan to help him train for the competition, which McSullivan agrees to. Mac drinks heavily while Pops jumps rope and shadow boxes (laughs) and does lines of cocaine while sparring with Pops. Pops figures if he can outbox a Zooted McSullivan, he can take on any competition. Mac asks Pops to consider adding a strict regimen of egg salad sandwiches to his diet, but Pops tells Mac that doctors said he couldn't have any more egg salad because of his cholesterol. They argue back and forth about the protein content of eggs and the differences between good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Insulted by Pops' lack of respect for egg salad, McSullivan refuses to train with Pops anymore, and instead decides to join team Hooch Malloy. (laughs) McSullivan trains with Hooch during the day and injects him with anabolic steroids and human growth hormones at night, ensuring a swift victory for Hooch and a painful beating for Pops. The day of the boxing tournament arrives. Pops weighs in at 210 pounds. Hooch Malloy weighs in at 350 pounds. (laughs) McSullivan realizes that the human growth hormone really paid off. Before the first round bell sounds, Gloria gives Pops a kiss for good luck and McSullivan squeezes Hooch's ass. Not for good luck, but because he's just taken some ecstasy. Oh. The, boxing yeah. match, the boxing match starts, and it is a bloodbath, with Hooch pounding ha- Pops harder than he's ever been pounded in his life. Gloria can't watch. After the first round, Pops is barely able to walk back to his corner. The second round starts, but before Hooch can pound Pops anymore, McSullivan steps into the middle of the ring to stop the fight. He reveals that Hooch has been taking steroids and should be disqualified. Furthermore, he reveals that Pops has been taking steroids and should also be disqualified. Pops tells the ref that he's done no such thing, but McSullivan asks the ref to check the egg salad sandwiches in his bag (laughs) as they are loaded with steroids
1: pops tries
2: to reason with the ref telling him that he does not even touch egg salad anymore because of his cholesterol thing from the beginning of the movie the ref doesn't want to hear it he disqualifies both hooch and pops from the boxing tournament but with no other fighters who will be named cop of the year mcsullivan suggests that they go back to the computer voting system they had used in the previous years for the sixth year in a row mcsullivan wins cop of the year and gloats like he's never gloated before the final scene of the film is McSullivan splinging a couple of egg salad sandwiches loaded with anabolic steroids with his computer hacker friend as payment for a job well done. The end.
4: McSullivan, you said these were cage-free farm fresh eggs, you son of a bitch. You know my
2: cholesterol issue, McSullivan.
4: I was also thinking about McSullivan seeing snow for the first time and thinking there was just cocaine everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like not even on TV or in movies like, he's seen snow yeah, he yeah. has no idea it exists and he's
4: constantly trying to snort up the snow and he's getting brain freeze and like he just can't he can't figure <laughs> out that this is a different thing
2: <laughs> but uh, it's white and there's mountains of it it's
4: got to be it's got to be cocaine <laughs> That'll do it for this episode
0: of Five Guy, unless you guys have anything else. I will say, Brandon, the She's All That montage at the beginning was amazing, but I am bummed we lost all of the gay Hollywood stuff. <laughs> no, I still have it. Paul I still Newman have it. Fucking Marlon Brando.
2: <laughs> no, I just edited it to make it sound like Aaron was fucking Marlon Brando. <laughs> I
0: know. No, it was funny. It's just, I totally forgot about that conversation entirely. Yeah. It and was, then listening it was back, I was like, oh, yeah, I we saw, talked about that quite a bit It was a some, lot. Uh,
4: I saw some picture of from like the civil rights movement, it had Marlon Brando, a bunch of different leaders. But on the other end was Paul Newman, <laughs> and like it was a really like there, you know, there was like a certificate, and they were all, you know, it's a very professional thing. Yeah. I saw the photo, I was like, oh shit, you guys banged yeah. crazy, <laughs> yeah. And like back then,
0: it was like we can't stand too close, right. people will talk. <laughs> but I've been inside you, Paul Newman. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true.
0: Uh, we do want to mention, again, all the new
4: t-shirts available on 5GFAPod.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've uh,
0: revamped, strong word, but we've uh, yeah. rejuvenated the website. If you have ever listened to this podcast more than once, you're probably on the website, so go check it out.
1: Yes,
4: <laughs> yes.
0: The handful of you, you know who you are. Yeah. Um, and and God bless America. As happy, always, yeah. Happy Fours of July, and we're uh, the best nation ever. If thy can change... You can change. Doctor my thighs. I'll
2: tell you whose thighs can't change is Riley's. Those things are uh, no undefeated. I would say
0: they can and they will. For Christmas, I'm getting him lipo, and there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Well, too to, bad we to celebrate Hanukkah only. Well, for uh, for 13 days, he's getting lipo. <laughs> Eight crazy sessions. <laughs> Look what I have
1: created. I have made fire.
0: I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer: I'm not Keep the no talent more. happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm gonna do the I'm thing. All right, boys, love. prepare to be dazzled. Break I'm yourself, fool. Girl.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration?
4: It's important that we get together on this thing.
0: If you Don't
2: had some
4: glue,
0: be I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue
2: it. You sandbagging son of a
0: bitch. Y'all ready to bust him ass? Lick a license. Lick her
2: license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers
0: here.
2: I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry.
0: I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to.
2: You know who I am.
0: You that silly ass reporter from the Channel Five News,
2: ain't you? I'm breed. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored. Let's go. boing, going, oing boing, boing, oing oing. Mmm. Oh. Yummy. Yeah, and we will be doing a uh, pedophile slash human sex trafficking uh, sting operation yeah. coming up on Five Guys Flicking for Good.
0: New podcast called The Pedophiles. <laughs>
2: You silly gooses.
0: I'm Frank Stallone!
5: Is he still peeing? Yeah, I would think with such a little smoky, it'd be a short pee, you know?
4: I'd boil that borscht. I'm grizzing! Ow! Sounds like a drag oh. We have not been able to get Paul Newman on, but we are working on it. I'm still trying. He
2: said, I'm dead, but thank you for slandering me about all the Marlon Brando stuff. <laughs> to be fair, not a lot of white heavyweights. It, until the white savior comes into town.
5: But that Jennifer Lawrence, wow.
4: You mean King Gavin Newsom? Psh, they're my friends too. More, No, not a patch Saddams, more of a patch uh, Happydoms. You mm, know. Classic. That's a baller setup Creed has.
0: Speaking of the TV, this lends a little bit of Creed. Ah! Uh
2: What do we do? Do we go to. Do we already talk about Polly fucking the robot? damn right brother now i'm unwrapped like carl weathers are you serious we never see it in his urine Eddie, baby we got to get it in your veins but yeah
0: i thought that mustache would get more play yeah wear it commies oh shit it just hit brother sounds like you're describing a lot of parallelograms just get, man say what the scat man do yeah. Oh, yeah i did uh i did a bunch of reach around stuff which mm. i hate
2: yeah yeah we know right. we know okay
4: Ooh, it's Rocky.
2: All right, say bye, Devin. Bye, Devin. But also when I've been watching Riley in the mornings, I do an insane workout and he has to watch. Something you should consider for your plays, Aaron. <laughs> when you when you have do better Vivian translated into Vietnamese, just remember. Whoa, whoa, remember whoa. whoa.
4: Why are you assuming it's going
0: into Vietnamese? She's an American. Yeah. <laughs> With a that's very uh, presumptuous. It's an ever-changing kind of. America. Well, yeah, no, it's ever changing,
2: right. and that's—I think—that's the biggest part. Why wouldn't it go into Vietnamese? Look, if it's ever-changing America.
4: I don't want to offend anyone, so I'm just saying she's Oriental.
2: I, I'm messed up. I'm gonna go.